now. Okay, great. So welcome, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Inside Out Effect podcast, uh, the still undeniable and self-proclaimed number one uh, personal development and healing podcast at uh, 26 on a Monday evening. I'm your host, Stephen Jakes, the co-founder of the Inside Out Effect and also uh, the healingthemind.co.uk. Uh, this is episode 31, and this week's episode is all about the stupid things that people do. That's right, uh, we're all guilty of uh, having, doing stupid things, and today we're gonna go into a little bit of detail of those stupid things we do, both myself and my good friend, Jonathan, and we're gonna go into a little bit of why we do those those stupid things. So, but before before we begin, I'd like to introduce my co-host, my uh, my good friend, uh, my business partner, co-founder of the Inside Out Effect, uh, creator of the DTO system, and author of the book um, Decoding Pain: The Emotional Blueprint to Healing Chronic Pain, and also his new book, um, the uh, DTO Handbook. Uh, he's also been responsible for a number of other of, of inventions uh, like finding the singularity and uh, discovering Kepler Planet 2222. Uh, I have the wizard from Whitam and uh, the gorgeous and the lovely and the awesome Jonathan Shaw, my good friend. Hello, Jonathan. How are you doing, my friend? I'm How doing are you? How are you doing? I'm doing good. Good. Great. So today uh, we're going to do, we decided to do a, a podcast on the stupid things that people do. And so, uh, well, I thought, you know, we'll do something a little bit lighthearted this week because, you know, generally we, you know, we're generally we're quite serious about what it is that we do, even though we try and put a bit of a spin on it, but a little bit more of a humorous and uh, less formal podcast. So um, so let's ask you, how have you been, mate? And what's been going on with you? And how's life treating you? And, uh, you know, talk to us uh, a little bit more. Tell us how you've been. Yeah, yeah, I've been good. Yeah, uh, just been really busy. Uh, still still working on the book there was a few little i got the second hard copy through very excited but there's a few little glitches in it i need to work on um so we need to change a couple of bits um and i'm also working on the membership area for it as well so people have the audio version and the pdf download so i'm working on that and treating a few clients i posted something on facebook the other day about a lady who i treated uh who was suffering bladder pain and uh she suffered it for over a decade and we, we got rid of that in in about six weeks uh, completely gone. Yeah. Uh, I did see yeah. that actually. That's quite an, quite an amazing achievement, actually. That uh, yeah, she gave me a lovely testimony, really nice of her. Um, yeah. And so, so that was really, really good. And um, and uh, again, uh, I've treated one of your friends actually uh, uh, with his shoulder pain, and he, he I met him around yours, and yes, massive stabbing shoulder pain through his uh, shoulder socket. And his exact words, I think, was like a poker sticking through, uh, stabbing through his socket. And he'd been to the doctor, and the doctor told him it was rotator cuff. And the physio gave him exercises with rotator cuff, which just made it worse, uh, which it would do because it wasn't rotator cuff. Um, so I, I think I was in your in your kitchen. I felt him for five minutes. That sounds wrong, doesn't it? Um, I, I felt his shoulder for five minutes and established what it was. And then he came to see me and literally... In one session, I took away all of that pain in his shoulder. We now have to rehabilitate him uh, because he's had it, he had it for a year. So his shoulder's lost strength and he's got damage to the muscles. But that wasn't causing yeah. actual severe shooting pain. I think so, anyone needs rehabilitating if, yeah, if you've been touching them up in my kitchen. Uh, I think that's pretty, uh, you know, it's pretty traumatic for most people, I would imagine. I would say that pretty much is that. I would say that is a very traumatic experience for people. Um, <laughs> no, he comes. He comes to me. He comes to me. He's, he's been struggling with it for ages. And yeah. uh, you know, we talk about the stupid things that people do. <laughs> you know, he's been doing these, doing these exercises for God knows how long, and they're not getting any better. And uh, I said to yeah. him, "Well, it's not working, is it? You know, you need to change what it is you're doing." So when I mentioned you and told you, uh, you know, what, what you can do, um, you know, he was obviously open to that because he was in a lot of pain, a lot of discomfort. He wasn't sleeping. And uh, so anyway, um, you've done your magic and it's really great because I've seen him since then. And that's made a massive difference in his life. Um, so, you yeah. know, I, I see him quite regularly uh, for lots of, for, you know, for stuff that's been going on for him, which I'm switching off and improving his life and making his life better. But um, he's has a massive improvement. Just that alone has increased his experience of life by you know fifty percent. He feels like he's got his life back, you know, because he's been really struggling. And so I'm yeah, really happy for him, and uh, I'm really pleased. Yeah, with him. I know he's had it for, for a year. Yeah, people don't realise how debilitating pain is uh, until you actually have pain. People don't know how debilitating, how depressing pain can be. Uh, yeah. It's not like you can't see pain. It's not like you you can see a broken leg. You can't. 
you can't see pain. So because of that, uh, you're, everyone thinks you're fine. And when you tell them you're in pain, they don't really understand. And if you've had it for a long time, it just gets you down and down and down and down and down. And you just feel worse and worse. And it often feels like there's no end to it because often the people you're seeing aren't getting you better. They're not helping you. They're not making a difference to you. Um, and they, you're doing what you're told to do often, like he was doing his exercises, but they just made it worse. Um, yeah, so, I agree with it. I went through that with my back. Yeah. I mean, I was yeah. in, I was, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't move. I couldn't really move. <laughs> I'd be like, I would be like in supermarkets and I'd go to lean over and get a tin of beans and I'd end up shouting obscenities. I'd be like, oh my God. And then people would just look at me in the aisles. I'd be like, oh, I'm really, really sorry. It's my back. And they'd think I'm some nutcase. I'm someone, you know, like just shouting and screaming these random things. But the pain was so intense that I, I couldn't, when it hit, I just, that was the reaction. But yeah. I went through that for almost two years. And I was having lots of different treatments by lots of different people. And in the end, I had to have surgery. But obviously, you know, we've spoken about it before. And after I met you and spoke to you, all of that surgery could have been avoided. But um, but no, I'm like, again, I'm now rehabilitated from that. So I know what it's like to be debilitated from from that pain. It, 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 it was awful. I can't. I wouldn't it wish it on anybody. No, no. Pain is, is, chronic pain like that is dreadful. And to, to live with that for any period of time is horrible so i would wish that anybody which is what which is why i do what i do I, to get people yeah. out of pain so yeah. but anyway how have you been you've been good yeah i've been great mate actually um i've um you know you know this journey that we've been on for two years you know and i, I think every podcast i say i'm the best place ever i'm the best place ever I'm the best place ever uh but right now i mean i mean just I, there's not really a lot right now really that's left um there's a few real small underlying issues but um, I've literally, I believe at the moment, I've resolved nearly almost the, uh, the majority of everything that's ever happened to me. So I'm in a, such an amazing place right now, how I feel. Um, I'm just not getting triggered by absolutely anything. So I'm in a really, really, really good place. And that's really helping me because now it's making what I do more ninja because people are coming to me now and I'm so clear uh, in my head and energetically, I'm clear that I'm just literally going straight to whatever it is that is now. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just getting the context of someone's problem, like almost instantly. And then I'm able to literally remove that from them. I mean, I've had quite, a, I've had lots, the last three weeks since we've done our last, but I've just been so busy. Um, I've done a couple of videos. I went for a nice walk around Highlands, you know, just to, I thought I'd do a video about PTSD. I've done that, uh, but I've just been really genuinely busy um, with clients and helping them out. I had a little bit of time off um, at the weekend, um, had a bit of fun. But generally, now I'm in a really, really great place. Um, I've been uh, switching off people's depression and a lot of people have anxiety because of what's been going on with the current situation. Yeah, It's causing a lot of depression and anxiety and people are coming to me and I'm just literally getting rid of it. In most cases, I mean, I've been quite fortunate, but in most cases, I'm, I'm getting rid of the problem in one one session. And then in that session... Once I explain to them what's really going on for them and how their whole past is actually affecting them, you know, we say, you know, time's a great healer. Well, it's not. It, it, all that stuff is still there. And I, we say this over and over and over again. And but unless, unless you're willing to go there and it's going to cause all your problems. But once they obviously come to me and, uh, and I explain what's going on for them and I get rid of that thing, their brain, their mind their, automatically goes, oh, my God, I, if that's what's true then i can go back and get rid of that 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 so i've had a lot of people now that are now coming to me for uh for booking in for quite a number of sessions with me to go back and uh, and clean up their past and clean up their energy and get some because once it's gone you're healed from it it's like i say it's permanent and it's gone and uh and you've never got that issue ever again and people don't understand it's all those issues that create all your problems now. So if you are getting problems now and you have got stuff running now, it's because of all the past stuff. So you need to go back to that past stuff. Once you get rid of that, then the stuff now goes and then you're not creating new stuff. So, but anyway, so I've had a really, really busy uh, three weeks to be quite honest. And uh, I've just had loads of successes, loads yeah. of stuff. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, I could talk about it all day, but uh, yeah, so it's been great. So I've been really busy and, uh, and uh, I've been looking forward to doing to this uh, this podcast actually this week. So uh, yeah. it's going to be. We're going to have some fun on the podcast, there. We're going to yeah. talk about 
just the, the absurd things and stupid things that we all do. I know I've done quite a few stupid things in my time. Uh, I say no, Steve has. Um, no, I've no, no, his nickname is Mary Poppins because <laughs> yeah. he's practically perfect in every way um, yeah I mean the thing is though is that we go through life thinking you know navigating life the way we do you know and we're all so afraid of making mistakes and you know and uh, we try and cover it up and we lie to ourselves and and we don't realize actually when we're doing it how stupid we actually look I mean that in its own way is stupid the stupid thing we do is just you know lie to ourselves about you know that for we're, when we're really unhappy but we tell people we're happy or we you know or you know everything's really great oh my life's brilliant no, everything's brilliant and actually just lying it's just like why are you yeah. doing that it's just like yeah exactly so that's yeah. one of the stupid things we do definitely i mean i know i used to do that you know i was so worried about having any chinks in my perceived persona and actually what it does is it exposes more of you because, you know, people have a bullshit detector and an authenticity uh, measure. And, when you're, you know, when you're not, people stick out like a sore thumb. I mean, I'd hate to think what I used to look like and how I used to be. And it's cringeworthy, really. But, you know, um, but, you know, but that's the thing. We, we're brought up in this world where, you know, it's all about blame and we're not we can't have any faults. And ultimately, um, when we do do stupid things, we, you know, we want to blame somebody else or, you know, or cover it up, you know, so uh, that's quite stupid. Yeah, so, right? yeah well, that, that's a lot of things we do. Don't we? When we do something stupid, we behave in a stupid way. We often we often shout at the other person or we, we make excuses, don't we? And rather than yeah. accepting responsibility that we did something stupid, um, we often end up blaming the inanimate object that is just sitting there doing nothing. Um, yeah. and, uh, you know, and sometimes people don't know that what they're doing is stupid. They, don't, they think that they're doing a, 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 they think it's actually a right thing. They don't realise it's actually a, a silly behaviour to be doing. So, yeah. um, so no. So uh, we're just going to point a few others out, a few that we've done, and a few that we see other people doing all the time that are crazy. And sometimes these behaviours they actually stop you from getting help. They actually stop you from doing the right thing in the first place. It's really, really bizarre. Uh, yeah. So we are doing this for a reason. We're not going to. It's not just about having a bit of fun and and, and laughing at ourselves. Um, it does actually prevent people from getting better. And some of the things that we, me and Steve wrote down the other day, when you say them out loud, they're mad. But people actually really play these things. They do it all the time. They do it all the time, you know? Like, yeah, uh, yeah, listen to me. Yeah, I've had clients say them to me, and I'm like, it's bizarre. Oh, evening, Jane. Jane, Jane just said hello. Uh, hello. Hello. Um, hope you're well, Jane. Um, so, uh, yeah, so so what what's one of the first ones you got written down on the list, Steve? What, well, what I've got a list of uh, I've been accumulating through because we was going to do this Friday, but obviously things we got we were really busy, stuff was happening, and and whatever. So it was quite a benefit, really, because since Friday I've been able to like double the amount of stupid things. They just kept popping in my head, you know. I was like, oh my yeah. god, there's that and that. And I spoke to a couple of other, I had a couple of clients as well, and I said to them, oh, this is what we're going to do. We're just going to do a podcast of stupid things that people do. And um, and then they come up with a couple and added a couple. So the list has grown with the assistance of a few clients. And so we've got quite a comprehensive list now of stupid things. But I think they're all valid. And yeah. uh, ultimately, yeah. I think we want to touch on them. So, well, so the first one I'm going to I'm going to bring up is uh, you mentioned about uh, shouting at inanimate objects. And it's your one. This is you. Yeah. Because you're, yeah. you know, the 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 the, the, the guru of switching off responses, negative responses and reactions. Uh, the guru uh, himself, the inventor of it, he shouts at his keys, or used to shout at his keys, I or any dropped it. It's actually, it's actually funny you bring that up because I actually dropped my keys this morning um, yeah. uh, on the on the way out. Um, I was just going out to put the rubbish out, open up the front door, and I dropped them. And as I bent down, I I, I remembered when I used to shout because I haven't dropped my keys for literally ages. Um, and I remembered how I used to shout at my keys uh, yeah. whenever I caught them. It just it just brought a little smile to my face uh, that I, I no longer felt the need to blame my keys for me dropping them on the floor. As if the keys yeah. were somehow leaping out of my hand going, no, no, I don't want to do it. Leave me alone. Um, as if the keys, you know, somehow fighting me and pushing me away. But I did used to blame my keys for things, which was, was very, very stupid. Dark, dark yeah. things to do. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> I used to do the same thing. So when I would be washing up or I'd be, you know, chopping some vegetables and I'd drop 
a knife or something. I went out some back in the day, you know, when I wasn't this placid and I used to go I used to be mental. I used to ever go right fizzy fit over like dropping a knife or you know, it was just like everything goes wrong for me. It's like you know what I mean? Or so I sort of get it really. I shouted and shouted knives and spoons and other random objects because it made me feel good because you know yeah. It's yeah. like a, I suppose it's a way it's sort of like you think it's sort of some insult to your uh, abilities or your skills or, you know, I shouldn't yeah. be doing this. I'm, you know, it's like you take it, it, it personally. Yeah, you don't want to blame yourself. So you end up, um, you end up uh, just blaming the inanimate object, uh, which, yeah. which is I mean, always. What would people think if they saw me drop my keys? I mean, oh, yeah, they're going exactly. to judge me. Yeah. Like, go on the defence. <laughs> Yeah, we get very defensive about things like that. Like, and, and we've learned that over time. I mean, I know I learned that from my dad. So I know that's what I was. Anytime my dad would do something wrong, he would always blame the, uh, the, the tool he was using or the other person. He would never go, oh, you know what? I made a mistake. You know, oh, I got that wrong. Oh, I messed up. He, I've never, I don't remember him ever doing that once. Uh, yeah, do you know what? It's funny because my dad's the same. My dad was the same. I learned it from my dad. Yeah. So my, from my dad, it's everything. So like everything, yeah. anything, that, everything was always out. Everything outside there it was like oh, this, it's that, it's this, you know. So, and uh, you know, and this is the thing when I when I talk about the you know the development of the human brain between ages of one and seven, and you know, and then we have we're in a state of hypnosis and we just copy and mimic our environment, and then that's how we learn to that's how we learn stuff. So if you got that like that, you know, you know, no, no, don't. There's no surprise that you spend your whole life doing that because you've just learned that as a response. It's not actually who you really are and actually your real response. It's actually uh, just a learned behavior, which you picked up generally between those early years, um, which I know I talk about that in the, in the video, you know, and I give it to people before they come. But, um, but the problem is, is because it's a learned response, it's, an, it's a natural behavior and we don't actually ever question it or think that that's wrong. We just do it. And it's an instinctive behavior. But that can actually all be removed and switched off, as you know, because um, right. it's just learn. It is just learn, and we can unlearn all that stuff. We can switch all that stuff. But yeah, my um, dad was like that too. Yeah, and that that. So if, if you if if any of these resonate with anybody, if you do these and you don't want to, just just remember what we said. It is your unconscious, and you did learn it. You're not really being stupid. It's okay. It's your unconscious, and you've learned it from somewhere. So just relax. In case anyone gets triggered, most of them are fairly silly. But there are a few of them and silly ones, you know, they're kind of okay. But me, me and my keys, that actually really affected me because then I beat myself up about having a go at the keys. So because I knew that was stupid in my because of what I do for a living, I knew that me blaming the keys was stupid. So I made it worse. Yeah. Because I would just get angry at myself, going, Why am I why am I blaming my keys? Um, whereas I you know, now I'm angry at the keys and me. So it was just <laughs> I'm angry at two things that I shouldn't really be angry about because all I literally didn't drop my keys. And the irony about that is that I think I've mentioned it before that if you get angry and upset about something, uh, the more it'll make you do it. So I used to drop my keys consistent, constantly. I would always drop them and every time I get angry. But when I stopped getting angry, I remember I dropped them one more time. And then again, I haven't dropped them until literally this morning. Um, so, so again, that, that for me, it was just a weird, paradox that we all get into but uh, if it anything, is though, it's okay the thing is is we put it's okay to do things like that and make mistakes yeah. we somehow seem to think that it's some like you know black mark on our on our character or that we're you know that we're not we're not we you know we're not running at 100 percent. and those little things is like oh my god you know it's you know it's just we, it, it's actually men mental when you think about it that we actually do that because it's okay to do stupid things and make mistakes and be okay about it. But we do, we are generally pretty hard on ourselves, and um, you know, yeah, like you, you beat yourself up about it. So you know, well, it's because we're taught that failure is not a good thing, isn't it? We're taught that failing and getting things wrong. We're taught that from school as well. We're taught that we're not allowed to get things wrong. We're not allowed to make mistakes. And if we do make a mistake, we get we get punished. Often get punished for it. And we're not allowed to fail, even though the only way to really succeed in life is to fail first, because the only way yeah. you learn is through failure. I was watching. No, it's like, was it, was it not, it, uh, there's no such thing as failure. You either got it right or you learned something new. That's right. And and so I was listening to someone on YouTube the other day, and they said, said something I've not actually heard before. They said that uh, they've, nev they've always learned through failure. They've never learned anything through, through success. Success doesn't teach you anything. 
you just move on to the next thing. But with failure, you're always learning. So yeah. and I, I sort of resonated with me. I was like, oh, that's actually quite true. You don't really learn anything from success. You only learn from your mistakes. Um, yeah. So, so, that's what I've come so far in life, mate, because I've learned so, so many. Right. <laughs> I've right. learned everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, well, yeah. I got there in the end, though. You know, I got there in the end. Totally. Get in the end. Well, everyone gets, as long as you get there in the end, and that's okay. Yeah. There's, there's no, there's no real thing of success or fail. I mean, su success is only really based on what you perceive as success. Yeah, it's perception. It's only based on what someone perceives as successful. So, you know, uh, well, it was John Lennon who, um, who was asked when he was five years old what he wanted to be when he was older, and he said happy. Uh, and the teachers said he didn't understand the question. And he said they didn't understand life. Um, yeah, so, good, good answer. So, and that was when he was five years old. So most people, they don't really understand the, the definition of success. Of success. Um, I've always really thought that, that success was whether you're happy or not. Uh, and as long as you're happy, it makes no, doesn't, makes no difference whether you do the things that people think makes you successful uh, or, or whether you're just happy within yourself. I've always believed that was the, the, the key to be happy within yourself. Which is kind of what DTO is about, anyway. So yeah, it is, yeah. So it makes the majority of people unsuccessful, even though they probably think they're successful because they've probably got all the stuff they want, but they're pretty much not very happy. Because most people aren't happy; they're grumpy, they're miserable, and you know, happiness. Is, Sadly, um, Sadly at the moment, but hopefully that will change soon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But at the moment, yeah. but yeah, so. yeah okay. Yeah, cool. So uh, you were talking about um, you know uh, stupid things that people say, and uh, especially in therapy. And uh, one of the things that we was talking about the other day, and I've heard this a uh, number of times, and that is when people say, uh, well, I need to work out my problems before I come and see you. Yeah, that's it. I know. Yeah, I've heard this so many times. Uh, hang on. Yeah. You need to work out your problems before you come and see us. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Surely that's our job to work out your problems, isn't it? Yeah. Like that is, that is supposed to be our job, but for some reason, some people, they, they think they've got, they've got to understand their problem before they come and see us. They've got to know why they got the problem before they come and see us. And I'm like, that, that makes no sense. You, you, don't, you, don't, you don't have a, a leak in your pipes and go, you know what, I just need to understand why the leak's there before I call the plumber. You don't you never <laughs> do that. Um, that never, ever happens. Um, you yeah. never start pleading all of a sudden, uh, and you don't sit there and someone says, you really must call an ambulance. You go, no, 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 I just need to understand why I'm bleeding first. Give me a second uh, before you call the ambulance. Uh, nobody ever does that, um, but with therapy, they, that's what they, they say. Someone actually said that. They said to me a, a few weeks back. Uh, I was actually seeing them for a consult, and they said that I said, "Why did you did you wait? Why why did you wait so long to seek someone out?" And they said, "Well, I want to try. And, I want to understand what was wrong first. And I laughed. I did. I laughed right in front of him because, and I told him why. Uh, it was it was just a, a silly response. But a lot of people do say that. It's very funny." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, it's, it is, it, that sort of ties in with some other ones. So there, another one is, is that we were speaking about as well is that uh, you need to lose weight before you go to the gym. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, yeah now oh, I need to lose weight before I go to the gym. What? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got a few friends who are personal trainers or fitness experts, and they've had that. They say that people say that to them. Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna yeah. lose a bit more weight before I come and see you. What the? Yeah. No. What? That's the idea of going to the. That in the is first stupid. Place. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a mental response. I don't know where it's really dark because surely in that scenario, surely that is the most obvious one. I mean, you could let off the people who say to us, I want to understand it first because they could be thinking, well, I need to know what's wrong before I can tell the other person. But with, yeah. with weight loss, surely, surely the point of that is to is to go to the expert who knows. Yeah, absolutely. It's mental. Um but you know, but that we would, I, I hear sort of things like that all the time. Um, uh, and um, it, it's frustrating sometimes because you can hear their language. Yeah, because when you actually hear that from somebody, you think, what the, what, what are you yeah. saying? Do you realize what you're saying? And they're all got, well, no, I mean, I'm really serious, mate. I mean, I think uh, I'm definitely going to join up, but I need to lose a bit of weight before I, and they're dead serious. You look at them thinking, yeah. you're mental. You're yeah. like, what? Yeah, I and they're 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 they don't even see that they're, they're being stupid. Like, it's no, like, they don't what? hear it. You can hear language no. plain as day, and they don't hear what they're saying. They, they don't yeah. hear what they're actually saying to themselves. And we can yeah. all be guilty of that sometimes, and I totally agree yeah. with that. 
but but in that case, that is insane. Um, so, uh, and it, it sounds insane. I mean, I, I I've had I had a client stand out in my mind, and it was a little bit frustrating at the time. But it, it's funny when I think back to it. Uh, as a client came and see me, and he had severe pain in his back, and um, he he did four sessions with me, and he couldn't work uh, because of the pain, so he wasn't making any money, um, and he couldn't go out. He was he couldn't. Couldn't even stand, he couldn't even sit upright. He couldn't sit bolt upright. It was too painful. And been like this for years, and doctors weren't helping. So he, he got referred to me. And um, in four sessions, we reduced his pain by 50% and got him sitting bolt upright. So he could sit upright. He could walk around. He could actually do things. And uh, he was he was 50% pain reduced. So, so that's great because, you know, obviously what I do when I work with pain, I say to people, after four sessions, you should be anywhere between 30 to 50% better so you know it's working. And then you yeah. continue until it goes. Because it doesn't pain doesn't always go straight away. But you need to know that it's working first. That's your that's your first step because most people, not just pain, but whatever problem they've got, they've tried so many things and it doesn't work. So the first step with me is always to make sure it's working. So we got rid of his we reduced his pain by 50%. And I said to him, right, so now we need to do another four sessions. And he texts me saying, oh, I'm sorry, I can't do any more sessions because I'm redoing the bathroom. <laughs> and I was like, so wait a minute, let me get it straight. So you can't, you, you, you can't make any money because you can't work. So the money you've got left, rather than improving your health, so you can go back to work and make more money, you're going to spend that little remaining money you have on redoing the bathroom. That is perfect common sense. All right, that is genius. Um, yeah. I, 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 couldn't... I, had, I, had, I had a similar client uh, a few months ago. Uh, it's pretty long in a few months ago. But anyway, um, we was making real progress. She was in a bit of a really bad way, actually. She was like, when she got to me, she was in a really bad way. We did two or three sessions, and we'd make massive progress. So you know when you like you hit that rock bottom? Well, I'd taken yeah. her in three sessions. I'd got her right back up to here. And so, you know, she was out of the hole. And she was really making progress, and we just we just uncovered what was the cause of all the problem. And then um, I, she booked in for the next session, and then uh, she said to me, "Oh, I can't, I can't come and see you next week because because she said, oh, the most important thing for me is to get better. It's affecting my work. I can't. I'm having time off work. It's ruining my relationship. But it was just really having everything in every area of life." And then she, after the third session, she contacted me and said that she couldn't come because she had to take the cats to the vets and the the, the cat needed all this work doing. And I'm like, well, you know, you now, I get, I get we've got to look after our pets, but surely you're more important. And, you know, so she stopped her own healing and her own well-being because she had to take she had the cat, the cats to the vets was more important. And, and that's just the sabotage kicking in, I think. You know, that's when we don't, we have a lack of self-worth, really, and don't think that we're worth it because the kid, the bathroom, the kitchen, the car, you know, whatever it is, is far, far more important than, you know, my, how, how happy I am and making my life work, you know. So yeah, that is something that they do put their, their, their external things above themselves. Uh, yeah. The kitchen, the car, the, the, the job, the person. They're always putting everything outside of them above themselves rather yeah. than taking care of themselves first. And that's not one of the stupid things on our list, but it is one of the things that people do. And it does come down to your sabotage, as Steve said, it comes down to guilt and shame. Uh, which, yeah, is, which is a shame in itself because people don't realise you can't, there's no point having those external things if you're not healthy enough to enjoy them. And there's no point helping other people if you're not fit enough and healthy enough to help them. Um, but it, it's, what, it's what a lot of people end up doing because we're all taught to do things for others and not for ourselves first. And it's totally okay to do things for others. I totally believe in service and helping people because that's what I do. But yeah. I certainly don't put it above my own health and wellness. Because if I did, I'd be useless to people. In fact, I used to when I first started, and it caused me a few problems because um, I would I would try and treat people even if I wasn't well or healthy. And that doesn't work when you're a therapist. You can't. You can, if you're not well, due so to any what a cold or anything or flu, not a cold, but well, that's not just thing as cold anymore, mate. No. No, they've all gone, haven't they? Uh, it's only no, there's no such thing as colds and there's no such thing as flus. No, that's So right. you might want to reframe that or rephrase that and actually yeah. get with the programme. And you yeah. might want to hurry up and go, yeah. you know, you don't want that coming back, mate. You need no. to isolate for 14 you days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but apart from that, um, so no. So uh, I, I learned from doing that. That's not good. And a lot of people still do. They still put others before themselves. Um, yeah. And they think that, that putting themselves first is selfish and they're being selfless. Um, but actually, that's not, not the case. They're actually just being detrimental to themselves and, and the people around them. Um, yeah, no, so, so in the coaching program that we do, or I do, or you do, or we do, or used to do, uh, there's two types of selfish. There's good selfish and there's bad selfish. Yes. You know, and people don't understand that, that there is two types of good, there are two types of selfish. There's bad selfish is when you're doing something just for you and, you know, like, and it only, it only affects you and that's just about you. And then there's good selfish where you're actually doing something for yourself where it actually benefits other people. So, you know, for example, coming and having your anxiety switched off, paying all that money or whatever it is you, you investing in yourself to get your anxiety switched off or your limiting beliefs is actually a good selfish because once you've got rid of that, that now has an impact on other people. In fact, it'll impact your 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 family, it will impact your friends, it will impact your, it has a much, much more uh, broader perspective. And people really struggle with, oh, I'm being selfish, but they don't realize there's two types of selfish and there's good selfish and there's bad selfish. And, you know, and I think that's where a lot of people trip up because they put selfish in a box, which is just selfish is bad. Uh, well, yeah, that is that. But the other thing is that most people don't realize that because they don't really think about it, that when they're doing things for other people, it's because they want people to like them and they want people to think they're a good person, which by its yeah. very sense is selfish. They're yeah, doing it for other reasons. Yeah. yeah, they're not doing it for other people. They're not doing it to be kind to other people. They're doing it because they want to feel good about themselves and they want other people to feel good about them. That is yeah. selfish. So yeah. actually, by helping people all the time, you are actually being very selfish because you're doing, if you're doing it for the wrong reason. If you're yeah. doing it because you've got the time and you want to help that person and you can help that person, that's fantastic. Help yeah. as many people as possible. Totally up for that. But if yeah. you're doing it because you want to look like you're a good person or you want to people to believe you're a good person, that's that's not a reason to do that. Yeah, it's bad intention. Wrong intention. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's move on. Let's move on. So uh, the other one which, uh, which ties in with the last couple was uh, – uh, I was speaking to a friend of mine who owns a yoga studio or used to own a yoga studio, yoga instructor who comes and sees me. And she said, oh, one of the things that people tell her, tell, one of the excuses that people use of her is, oh, no, that sounds great. But I think I'll need, I need to be more flexible before I do yoga. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I, I've heard that as well. It's like, yeah, people yeah, say, like, um, really? Because I'll say to people, I'll give people exercise in my clinic, stretching exercises, and they'll go, well, I'm not very flexible. I mean, well, that's the point of the stretching exercises. <laughs> the point of them is to get you more flexible. And then people will say to me, well, I've never been really flexible. Well, no, that's because you don't do any stretching exercises. That has nothing to do with anything. They use that as an excuse. They'll say that. I've never been flexible. What's that mean? That's like saying, well, I've never driven a car. Well, I mean, because you've never got in a car. I mean, that's not that's not the same thing. That's not a reason why. That's uh, not a People say it to me all the time when I give them exercise. I'm like, seriously, what are you doing? But yes, that's again, that's very common. People think they have to have marked, done something before they go and learn how to do the thing they think they need to. It's bizarre. Um, so, yeah, it must be very frustrating for her, Becca. Yes, I think. Well, she's not doing it. She's doing other stuff now. But I, when she told me that, I was like, that's just spot on, really. That's just like ties with all the other stupid things that we do. I mean, me, I'm going to tell you what I, I do, and I still still do it now, right? Uh, I'm uh, guilty on this one. Is, so what happens is I'm going to go out. Right? I'm going to go to the supermarket, or I'm going to go to the town, whatever I'm going to do. I'm leaving the house. And I think, right, lock the door. So I go in, lock the door, right? And then I think, all right, now I'm just going to go and get my bag and then get my hat. And then we jack it or I go upstairs, have a quick loo or whatever. And I think, get myself organized before I go out and I think, right, OK, well, I'm going to go. Then I'll go up and I'll check the back door again, make sure it's locked. And then I'm like, and then I'm going to fuck around, get me phone, put everything ready. And then I get to the front door and I'll shut the front door and I lock the front door and I go, oh, did I lock the back door? So I open the front door, go in, yeah. check the back door. come on. So I look. And then sometimes, sometimes, because I'm not really thinking about what I'm doing, I'm like, I know I've looked, I checked the back door, I know I've done that. 
but about check it anyway, just in case, right? So I'm going to check the back door three times. And on, the, on a few occasions, I've actually driven, I've got halfway up the road, and I'm like, oh, did I lock the front door or did I lock the back door? I'm actually, it's got, it's got in my head so much, I'm like, shit, no, I can't, I can't. I have to turn around, drive back, come in, open the door, go to the back door, check it. Fucking you, I, I knew I'd locked it. What am I doing? Come back in, lock the front door. So... And uh, I don't know how many times I do that. Sometimes uh, I... the time you've driven the back time. at the back door, was it ever open? Uh, only, I think, twice in about nine million times. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, you, when you've been here and we're going out for Chinese, and I'm yeah. like, hang on, mate, check the back door. <laughs> I know you've checked it multiple times. You're, uh, Jane says she's guilty of that as well. She's guilty of doing that oh. as well. Um, yeah. I, I've, I've done it as well. Not quite to the extent you've done it, but I'm guilty of it as well. I have done that. No, I'm um, going to point out a stupid thing you do. So uh, on Friday, Friday, I come to your house. Yeah. Oh, Friday, right, we went right. for lunch. Rent's right. So you live in uh, like in an apartment block. Yeah. And and then you go up, and then so you've got one entrance in, and then you go up the stairs, and all the different apartments are all isolated, right? What you did is you wasn't leaving the building, and you still locked the front door. And yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? You ain't even leaving. You went, no, I've got to lock the front door. No, I mean, like, I'm like, what? No, there's only me and you in the building. And you've locked the front You're literally going to walk down, down a couple of set, set of stairs, say cheerio, I'm going to give you the, the pass for the car park back, and then you're going to go back up and go in. So what are you expecting? Are you expecting the neighbours to be hiding behind the door going, hang on, lads, 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 he's gone, quick, run across and go in your house and then clean you out and get out before you've gone down one flight of stairs and back up again. I know. What's I, that about, John? It is, my, that is definitely from my dad. My dad used right. to, if I didn't lock something, my dad would always say, oh, you must lock, make sure you lock everything up. Make sure you lock the car when you leave it. He was always very hot on me locking things. And so now it's just an automatic habit that wherever I go, I lock things up. Um, and it just, it, it, yeah, and you're right, it is silly. I used to have to do it when, when I was doing shows and things. But no, it is very silly because, like you said, it's like, checking the back door four times before I go well, out. <laughs> well, it's not a lot better. I mean, I didn't even leave the building, did I? As you said, I didn't leave. No, no, no. The, no. The, 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 I went downstairs. That was it. So it's not really. Yeah. I know. Uh, it wasn't necessary. What are you looking the door for? Right? You're not even leaving the building. I've got to lock the door. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's very, I think it's quite an old, old person thing to do. And no offense yeah. to any old people there, but it's certainly uh, it's not. Um, uh, it, it's uh, my dad was that sort of thing, but he just I remember him doing it, driving it into me constantly lock the door, lock the door. Um, yeah, so, yeah, one, so, uh, so, another, so a couple of other things that have come up obviously, the things I think most people will do commonly, and I used to do it a lot, I don't anymore. Uh, but that is when you're watching a TV program and you shout at the TV. Oh, yes. Yeah, we all do that one, don't we? Especially like people who watch football. They go, oh, referee. It's like, mate, it's a TV, it's a screen. I, I've got to be honest, I was doing that last night. Me and Emma, we were <laughs> watching um, watching The Fall, uh, which is a, a show um, on one of the, the stations. And it's a really good gripping drama. But I'm sitting there at some point going, what would you do that for, you muppet? Yeah. <laughs> as if, as <laughs> if you can hear me. As yeah. if it's a real thing and it's not actors playing a part. I'm just going, yeah. what do you do that for? You would never do that. I was doing it last night. I just come back to me as you said that. It's such a daft thing to do. Uh, but you get yeah. so engrossed sometimes. Like, like, oh, don't do it. My, my dad's the worst. I, I mean, I don't, you know, I, just, it, I, don't, I, try, I stop going around there now when he's watching the football because it drives me mental. It's like, you know, he's like, point, look, what's going on? Referee. I'm like, Dad, he can't hear and he's going into one. I, mean, I don't know what my dad thinks. But I don't know if my dad thinks all of a sudden the game's going to stop and all of a sudden the referee's going to hang on a minute, lads, hang on a minute, lads. Look down the camera and go, uh, Mr. Jokes, can you just confirm? Have I was that the right decision? Have I made, you know, I mean, I just don't get it. I just don't, I just don't get it. They can't just watch it and enjoy it. They've got to react and respond all the time negatively to stuff. And I just think your mental, it's stupid behaviour. When you think about it, it's stupid behaviour. I don't know. Maybe. I don't want to. But we make it okay. We make it okay. Well, it's normal, isn't it? You know, I mean, it's like everyone does it, don't they? It's like, no. Well, yeah. I mean, that, that, that sort of thing is kind of funny. It's not really affecting your life. And a lot of things we're talking no, about. Stupid. But there are things that we do that are stupid. And, and they, it's just funny. I just thought of something that my girlfriend does. 
she she likes she likes watching horror movies apparently but every time she watches one she gets scared to death she jumps out of the someone could someone could literally just just creep up behind her boo and she would literally grab her skin because but she says she likes these things now i'm not i'm not a horror movie person uh it doesn't really bother me um i, I don't think they're that great but i can sit through a horror movie and not really be frightened by it well she says she loves them and yet every five minutes oh my god huh, huh, and she's jumping on me i'm like what are you doing what why are you watching if you're this scared i mean it's just bizarre behavior um and she was, she was actually watching something at night we weren't together and she was watching i think she was watching the fall and um she was at her place and i was at my i was i was somewhere else and um she was messaging me going i've just checked the door 10 times to make sure it's locked i'm thinking what the, dude, why she learned that from me <laughs> she learned that from me mate you had a couple of sessions with me learned that from me yeah, she, I don't know, but, but why would you watch it if it's scaring you that much? Yeah. I mean, you, I mean that's just mental behaviour. But she yeah. doesn't. Uh, don't tell her I told you that because that. She's probably watching now anyway, mate. So uh, on now, it's on video. Yeah, Damn. Get away from it. Yeah, I'm not getting away from that one. Yeah. Um, anyway, what what else do people do? Um, well, well, I mean, I've got loads of ones. Here. I mean, like, there's a, a few here. Um, uh, so where, where, where are we going to go now? Oh, this is another good one. This is another stupid thing that people do. People who go up to actors in the street, oh, they yeah. see an actor, and then talk to them about as if they were the character. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I've never done that one. I'm not that dull. No, uh, but people do. People do no, that. I know I that they do that. I know that yeah. they do that. Yeah, but this is the problem with the TV. That this is how the TV gets people because they really believe it's real. This is my whole problem with the news. You know, I've got one down here. Watching the news and taking the information that they give you, never questioning it. No, never questioning it. Never ever going and saying, "Hang on, is what you just said there real? Is yeah. it true? Is that really what I'm experiencing when I go out my front door? Or are you just telling me shit that you want me to believe?" And yeah. not to, so that sort of goes in with that, but the TVs are terrible for that. But yeah, people who um, people who go up to actors and then talk to them or act, treat them like they're their character. I mean, there's been people that yeah, I mean, there, well, there was some while ago there was some EastEnders actor that got was getting harassed because of what because of the way they treat another character in the program. Like, really? Like, going mental, like yeah, yeah. It was like these people are like. That's, that's scary. scary. I would have said it's stupid. That, that's more scary rather than stupid. More scary, scary, stupid. Yeah. I, I remember watching a Friends episode where one where uh, a woman came in and because the character Joey was also an actor on TV in, in Friends, if you watch it, so he played this role, this this Doctor Drake Ramore, this evil character, and um, uh, not evil character, it's good character. Sorry. And this woman really thought he was Doctor Drake Ramore in real life. She couldn't work out that that the, um, the he was not he wasn't Dot Straight Ramore in the program. Um, yeah. It was a character, and I just thought that's an over exaggeration of what people do. But based on what you just said, clearly people actually do do that. Um, right. I mean, you've only got to look. You've only got to look at how powerful the TV is to subliminally hypnotise and brainwash people. Because you've only got to look what's going on in the world right now. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. You've only totally. got to look at the way that people are acting behaving they, they haven't experienced it they have not experienced it in their life they literally will watch that tv and that's absolutely real 100 percent. it's just they don't question it they won't ever look into anything they just no. don't they just give this authority to the tv that it's like god and whatever comes out of it is because they've got this belief that they'd never be lied to and they're never going to be misled yet and this comes back to there's a couple of others attached to this, you know, especially when it comes to politicians. They lie out of their ass, every single one of them for the history of ever, telling you what they're going to do if you vote for them. When they get in there, they never do it. And then they come on TV and tell you something and you go, oh, my God. And then you believe it. But they've consistently lied to you from ever and ever. But then all of a sudden there's a crisis and then you believe it. I yeah. mean, I'm like, that's just absolutely insane. 
Yeah, and this but, is the, this uh, whole point about never, but believing, you know, I, I just find it absolutely gobsmacked, and you know, just how how easily manipulated and controlled people are when it comes to that, because it's on a it's on a screen, it's on a TV, and some yeah. for some reason the human race, the people have given this authority to the TV as if it is the be all and end all of reality and whatever. It's an entertainment box. I, That's I, what I, it I, is. It, it comes down to two problems. One, they're believing people who consistently lie to them. Yes. So that, 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 why would you believe someone who consistently lies to you? And yeah. you're also believing someone where their actions don't match their words. Yes. This is part of the reason why we don't trust people, because they'll say something and they'll do something different, so their actions don't match their words. So yeah. that's why we don't trust people. There's a politician yes. in America, and I'm not going to name who he is, but uh, he is very uh, uh, in the forefront at the moment. Um, in, in American politics, and um, they they have when he he ran he's run for president three times in the past, not got anyone anywhere. And in the past, when he was a politician, because um, he's been a politician for uh, like fifty years, they actually show clips of him where he actually lied blatantly when he first became a politician about his qualifications. Yes, um, right about being a law law. I've seen right that about being a law student. How he got high uh, certification. He was in the top hundred. He was in the top hundred fifty of his class, and he got all yeah, the class. And, he was a, and blatant lie. They found out as a blatant lie, and he also lied because he gave gave all these speeches which he nicked from Neil Kinnock and yeah. multiple other people, and he actually said on camera they were his own, and they had to <laughs> retract it when they found out that he just blatantly ripped apart. This whole speech yeah. from this other politicians yeah. or other people, and one of them wasn't even a politician. He ripped it from. I think it was somewhere somewhere else. And, and Probably out of some movie. <laughs> man is now trying to run for president again, and people are not going. Wait a minute, he lied all the way back when he first died. Why would we believe him? Why would anyone believe anyone who does that? Um, yeah. it, but they do. They they've all forgotten, or or they 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 just don't, or they weren't there. <laughs> It's 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 because it's on a TV screen, mate. This is the problem. Oh, the TV yeah. screen, for some reason, it they can lie and lie and lie and give you misinformation and then tell you absolutely anything. Whilst you're sitting there staring at that screen, because you have an emotional response to it, you believe it's true, and everything that's ever gone before that now goes into it. Doesn't matter anymore. Doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. I've forgotten all that stuff. And that's why right now society is the way it is because of the people's inability to to discern information they have on the screen. But anyway, I don't want to go into that too much, but get a bit serious now. But but that's okay. again, that's the stupid stupid thing that people do. Just it's believe in what they're told. Literally believe in what they're told. They realise that they're listening to someone who's lied to them consistently over time, and that that is a stupid thing. So yeah, I think we've got time for one more, one more stupid thing that people do. Go for a. a you know, a good one. What's one more we've got on the list? Um, okay, well, we've got... Oh, this is a good one. Right, so I'm, I'm going to do two quick ones. One is... Uh, so this is from a friend of contact I was speaking to just before the uh, programme, oh. and I was talking about the podcast, and she said, oh, I've got one. She goes, what about people that clean their house before the cleaners get there? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my girlfriend does that. <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's good. I don't do that because I generally no. I'm pretty good. And uh, but I don't clean my house before the cleaners come. Never. No, no. My girlfriend does that. She says, "Well, I want it to look a bit tidy. I don't want to do deal with all the mess." I'm like, "That's what the bloody cleaner's for." She's there for the. I, I have a cleaner. You know? oh, yeah, but what would people think, Jonathan? What would people oh, think? It's like, what it, the hell? It's crazy behaviour. Um, yeah, that is something they're doing. What was the other one? Uh, keep doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Oh yeah, that's a classic. Yeah. Keep 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 going to the gym or or having a diet and they're still not losing weight, or keep doing the meditation when they're they're not getting any mentally better or their anxiety is not going down, or they keep yeah. taking the pills and going back to the doctor when it's actually not helping them. And get uh, extra ones to deal with all your yeah, all the side effects. <laughs> you need of these ones actually. Oh, them yeah. ones haven't worked. You need to we need to put you on a higher dose, obviously. Yeah, that's right. And they and they keep going back even though the symptoms get no better. Um, yeah. And very quickly, I'll just oh, tell no, you. I've been on these tablets 10 years. They've been doing that. They are good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I've got to tell a story of our of our friend Jackie, who was out at a networking event, I believe. I don't know exactly where it was. And there was this guy, and she was talking to him. And um, and she's a natural therapist. She does NLP and homeopathy and yeah. stuff like that, bits and pieces. Yeah, and he was saying that he'd, 
he'd never go and see someone like her. And so she looked at him and said, oh, okay, so so you must be, you had quite a few problems. So she said, well, you must be feeling really good then. And he went, what do you mean? She said, well, you're going to doctors and taking all these pills. You must be feeling great. And he went, well, well, actually, no, I feel worse. And she went, oh, okay. So he said, well, if you came to see someone like me and we made you worse, would you, con- would you come-, come back to us? And he went, no. She said, oh, so why, why are you doing that? And, and you saw the penny drop. She said she saw the penny drop in his head, what he was doing. He was doing the same thing over again. He's mainly about natural therapists, but the doctors weren't helping him. Yeah. And, and <laughs> we say all the time. Yeah. yeah, all the time. Oh, yeah, natural therapy won't work. But not, medicine's not working. What are you doing? You're still fucking ill. Um, but anyway, so she then saw him two weeks later and said, how are you doing? How are you? And he, he didn't remember the conversation. He blanked it. Yeah. He Still didn't even remember what was said and was just carry yeah. on doing what he did before, which which was just like is the most mental thing. People don't realize yeah. that's what they, they carry on with the medication or the exercises and it's not working, but they'll keep going back to the doctor. They'll keep going back, believing they know what they're talking about, even though they're not getting any better. Mm. And people actually yeah, said to me, the doctor knows best. The doctor knows best. Always go see your GP. Always going to me, oh, you, that natural therapy. They say it to me. Oh, I don't believe in what you do. I'm like, but you're still in pain. So <laughs> why why would you believe in someone who tells you what what they tell you keeps you stuck in pain? It makes no sense. I can't get me around yeah. it. Um, yeah, I did another quick one as well. Is people uh, another stupid thing that people do is knowing you've got a problem and doing nothing about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, again, just living with it. Just cope, well, coping with it. Just sitting there yeah, going. Oh, no, I've got a problem. I post something on Facebook. Yeah, I do exactly. a meme. I do a I'm meme about, about anxiety or depression and uh, and yeah. say, oh, I've got. Yeah. It, do nothing about it. Yeah, I'll lose sleep over it. Be fine. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I know people do that all the time. Um, yeah. it, it's crazy what we do. And if anyone's watching, um, we are taking the piss out of ourselves as well. Uh, we have. <laughs> Me and Steve have done most of these. Uh, I haven't done yeah. the acting, but everything else, uh, apart from the getting help, I do. if I've got a problem, I do get help or I fix it myself. Um, in fact, I've just started having sessions with Steve. Um, yes, how good is that? Uh, on a couple of things I need help with. And, the man himself uh, is now coming to me. I feel uh, privileged. He is absolutely brilliant. And if you need help, he is the man. He's very good. Uh, yeah. And he, he, he's very good. He, he's, work, he's working wonders. So that's absolutely brilliant. And nobody's perfect. We all have issues come up in our lives. We're all human. We all have things come up from time to time, and something came up for me recently. And uh, instead of trying to find it myself this time, which is what I usually do, uh, but I felt that uh, after trying to do it myself, that I need a little bit of help. And um, and I I wouldn't go to anyone outside of DTO necessarily, but Steve has done an amazing job using DTO, and I'm really proud yeah. of him. You know, I, I, I taught him how to do it. And he's learned it really well. He's put his own spin on it. He's very good at it. And I'm, I'm really proud of you, mate. Well done. No, thanks, mate. I really appreciate it. I couldn't believe it. When you asked me on Friday and you asked me, I was like, oh, oh, I didn't know. I felt like I felt I've reached the pinnacle of, uh, I don't think I can get any higher, really, when the man himself. So I felt really privileged and thank you for helping me. In. And obviously, you know, you've been helping me for two years. So, I mean, it's, uh, it's nice to return the favour, in all fairness. Um, I mean, I'm only where I am now because of you, to be quite honest. And so to be able to help you on your journey, it's a win-win. It's a win-win. Well, well in that case, could you retract your invoice? Because that's... <laughs> Jane, Jane put, I think when we was talking about people who do think, who know they've got a problem but don't anything about it, Jane put my husband with a laughing face. So that's actually... Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. everyone's doing it. And I'll just make up bullshit excuses for not. Oh, I can't. Oh, I, I can't do it. I can't be... I did a thing, it's a belief, it's, and underneath it, I did a post, I think, uh, on Friday or Saturday, talking about uh, how your beliefs get in your way, and if you find yourself saying, I can't be, I can't be, or I can't do, or uh, I'd love to, but I really want to, but uh, as always, underneath that, there's a guilt and shame, or every time, 99% of the time, there's a guilt and shame underneath it that stops you doing, having, being the person you want to be, having the relationship that you want, uh, uh, doing doing the thing that you want to do in your life, anything, it'll always be something that 
You, and the thing is, is that when you realize that guilt and shame is just an illusion, it's not real. And if you know that, and then you can, I know it's difficult because it's running, but when you know that, you can take the right action and to resolve it. Uh, we stay stuck in situations that we shouldn't do because of our guilt and shame, but they are illusionary. They are illusionary. So I just wanted to point that out because I see a lot of it, you know? Uh, yeah, they do. That's right. Yeah. Um, and uh, 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 James just said, no, he always says he knows what it is. And a lot of people do that, don't they? They always know what it is. Yeah. Oh, of course uh, they do. But no, so everybody that comes to me, when they tell me what it is, I go, actually, it's not that at all. And yeah. um, I'm 100% of the time. <laughs> no, exactly. No. Most people don't know what the problem is. But guilt, that's the problem because people don't realise guilt and shame is under everything. So that's part of the problem. Yeah. They don't realise, as Steve said about guilt and shame, it is under most things. So it yeah, was absolutely. under me dropping the keys. Under dropping the keys was lots of guilt and shame. Um, that's why I get angry with myself. It wasn't, I didn't switch off the anger. I switched off the guilt and shame that I had yeah. running underneath it. The anger was irrelevant. It was a surface emotion that I was projecting. And people yeah. don't realise all those emotions, as Steve said, that we project. I'm not the root issue, it's the guilt and shame underneath it. So, yeah, and the problem uh, is as well, when we have an emotional response to something, we just, and I say this all the time, we make up shit and we believe the shit we make up. And so yeah. if we're making, so if we think we've got a problem which, and we have that response, oh, I know what it is. You, now you're making shit up. You're making shit up now because you don't know what the problem is. And what you're going to do now is you're going to spend all your time resolving an imaginary problem. Now that yeah. is stupid. Yeah, that is, that is, yeah. So you're going to resolve, let's, you're going to let's resolve create imaginary problem and solve it. Yeah, you're going to try and resolve the problem that you think it is when that's actually not the problem. So you just end up stuck with the problem. And after, exactly. after a year of trying to solve that problem, you know better, but you then keep trying to solve that problem. Yeah. Um, or make up some more shit and try and solve that. that. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's, it's very funny. Uh, again, I will say if anyone's watching this, um, we hope you liked and shared it. Uh, Jane agrees. Uh, yeah. We hope you like and share this. But if anyone's watching this, we're not here to offend. Uh, we are laughing ourselves as well. These are stupid things we do, and we just wanted to yeah. point it out. So maybe it would, maybe one of you will go, "Oh my god, that, that I'm doing that." Maybe I'll stop doing that and and seek out some help. Um, regardless of whether it's with me and Steve, it's irrelevant. But if you are doing yeah. some, especially with your health, like one of the things that we've said, maybe you might want to spot that and become aware of it and and stop doing it and seek out seek out the right kind of help. Yeah. Um, uh, I think we should wrap it up. There is anything you want to say extra on the end of that? Um, well, not really. Got nothing no. more to say. No. Uh, other, than, other than obviously, if people want to reach out to me, they can go to uh, my website, which is healingthemind.co.uk, and or you can get me on inside-outeffects.co.uk. Uh, you can message us through our Facebook page, which is uh, inside Facebook at Inside Out Effects. Um, uh, or message me directly, really. Um, I can resolve pretty much any problems, really, now. Um, it's not really anything I can't I can't deal with, uh, other than the physical pain stuff, uh, which is yeah. really your forte, really. But um, if it's anything to do with, um, you know, anything, especially limiting beliefs, you know, what we, a lot of the beliefs, the, our belief systems that keep us stuck. And, uh, you know, one thing that I've been working with a lot of people, some really successful people that have got hardly anything wrong with them, but they're blocked and stuck on things. And as soon as I switch, switch stuff off, their life instantly works. I mean, I got a guy who's really successful and he started a new business and it wasn't working and it wasn't taking off for him. And he was getting loads and loads and loads of issues. And he comes to me for one session. And once I switched off all of the responses, his beliefs about how the business should go the next week, he absolutely smashed it. He went, he absolutely smashed it just by changing his beliefs, his energy changed. And all of a sudden he like, he went from getting 19 no sales to eight the next week. So that's a massive turnaround just by changing his beliefs and his energy and just changing what's going on in himself. So it's not just, you know, the people that are in trouble. I can help people that are, that are just struggling with things in life where things aren't working for them they might you know they might they haven't got depressed they're just struggling with things their beliefs about their business and stuff and removing those blocks financial blocks or um you know energetic blocks or just beliefs about their business why things aren't working you know i've got quite a lot of people that i help with for that so yes yeah, so, i uh, reach out to me if you want any help from me and uh you can do that through the the websites that i mentioned and or uh or through uh facebook so that's about it for me uh, Colt, if anyone wants to speak to me personally, then you can go to www.thedtosystem.com or you can reach out to me and Stephen through uh, www.inside-outeffects.co.uk. Yeah, 
outeffects.co.uk. Uh, yeah. I hope you like that, guys. Share that video uh, as many times as possible. Uh, let people uh, listen to it. We have great. We enjoyed that. We enjoyed taking the Mickey. Jane says thank you. Have a great evening. Thanks, Jane. You too. And uh, we will see you on the next podcast. We're not sure what it's going to be yet, obviously. We don't know what we're doing. But no, we, did uh, say, we did say we were going to redo the Sabotage podcast because oh, okay. it cut yeah. out, it cut out oh, after about 40 yeah. minutes. And there's a lot of information yeah. we left out there. All the good stuff was at the end. So uh, we might want to think about doing that, visiting that. We'll redo the Sabotage podcast in a couple of weeks. Uh, and one more thing I'll quickly say, that if anyone wants to learn DTO to start switching off their own stuff, then you can go to www.dtosystem.com and there's a free mini online training to introduce you to the the basic steps of DTO. But I will say if anyone needs real help, if you've got a real big problem, then you need to seek out either me or Steve to help you do that. Uh, yeah. Have a great evening, everyone. Have a great, um, what day are we? Monday. I was going to say have a great weekend. We're not. Have yeah, a great weekend. Just have a great weekend. It's just yeah, that's a stupid thing you do, because um, I'm not thinking. Um, yeah. Have a great week, and uh, we will speak to you real soon. Take care, guys, and thanks for everyone who joined us, uh, and we'll speak to you soon. Take care. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye.